I uh, enjoy podcasting. It is my life. How many marshmallows do you have in your house right now? Do you ever do Mad Dog 2020? Women talk to dumb people every day, Jared. Yeah, maybe they can fix that in editing. Hello. I don't know if genius means what you think it means. Searching, Searching for, for Rick. Rick. We are now what is this, episode searching four? episode four. I'm real proud of us. We've gotten this, this crazy. far. I know. I know. So, of course, I have our follow-up notes for episode three, which was the Michael Winslow episode. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that's right. We had to fact check me. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go through and figure out all the stuff that we said wrong. <laughs> okay. So, what you, we'll just jump right in. What you got for me? Well, we talked about a bunch of stuff, of course, that was completely off the topic of Michael Winslow. So not a lot of the facts have anything to do with him. Uh-uh. One of the things we talked about was uh, we were, you were talking about what products are white products because we were talking about Yeti. Uh, Yeti. And you yeah. mentioned that Apple, Apple was a white product. Mm-hmm. So I had to look that up. So how did you look that up? Well, I looked up their demographics of both their customers and then their employees. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so for their employees... Absolutely. 55% are white, which I was actually kind of surprised, but, mm-hmm. um, well, but they're a global company. So I figured they had larger offices outside of Those California. Chinese but factories don't, they don't count them as employees. They don't even count them as people. They just, they just tell subcontractors. They just tell them to put, to put this together. <laughs> so 15% Asian. So you said that. Oh, 11% Hispanic and only 7% black. Of course. And then the customers were kind of broken down by, you know, you could look at different iPhone users. They still have iPod users listed in here, but I, we, I, they have an overall kind of Apple footprint. So people, that means they're using any kind of Apple product. It's saying that 29% are white, non-Hispanic, 36% are black, non-Hispanic, 52% are Asian, non-Hispanic. Okay, so that's all that stuff. One other thing we talked about was tone matching is what we were referencing is when people mimic the voices of those that they're around. We were talking about matching accents, and then you were talking about how white people try to talk black, that sort of thing. Well, yeah, I think kind of got in the code switching type genre. Right. So, and and I mentioned that I think that some of that is actually done subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So according to a 2010 study by a research group at the University of California, people subconsciously mimic other accents due to the phenomenon called the chameleon effect. The chameleon effect describes our human instinct to empathize and affiliate with other people, by mimicking. also known as mirroring. Um, so the code switching is a different thing. So code switching, if you want to just use the real terms, but you can use it however you want. But code switching is a linguistic phenomenon which occurs in multilingual speech communities. And you slip in and out of different languages. So I don't know if you're around a lot of bilingual or multilingual people that are switching in and out, but that's that's technically the code switching definition. Um, But what we're referencing is more tone matching or the chameleon effect. Hmm. Okay. So people do it like you were, your example was the white guys in the bar when they're drunk. But they, that, that, there's a natural reaction to do that though, right? There is to make that connection. But the fact that they think that connection can be made through a rap song is well, the I mean, ignorant part. It is indeed ignorant. Do you feel like men do it more than women? 
talk to dumb people? <laughs> no. Women talk to dumb people every day, Jarrett. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you feel like <laughs> women or men tried the tone matching thing? With each other? Just in general. I know men do it for sure when they're around each other. So that was it for, um, that, that's all you had? Yeah, for, uh, that was it. Other than that. We were oh the only other thing was I have note I had just have podcast notes for us that oh, nice. we need to tighten up go on lots of rants we also need to be less boring because we both go on long tangents about stuff that may be boring oh, in this week's episode we are searching for Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh wow okay nice or JTT which might ring a bell with some people. I mean, I, I know um, him as that from my childhood. He does not want to be called that, by the way. I'm sure. If you ever find him, which... Just like Mark Wahlberg doesn't want to be called Marky Mark. Does he not? No, he doesn't. He hates that. Okay. Yes. This okay, week, we're boring. Okay, let's be, less boring. let's be less boring this week. <laughs> episode <laughs> four. Don't be boring. <laughs> Don't be boring. We're, we're searching for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You guys Searching like for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> that's I'm still just trying to tell boring. It's just weird. Um, Is that boring? No, it's very exciting. What you're doing. Uh, so he was born in 1981. You guys are like twins. Aren't oh, we're like the same age. Yeah, I was 1980. Oh, never mind. You're older. 1981, somewhere in Pennsylvania. Hmm? <laughs> anyway, he started out as a child star. So 1990, he did his first. Um, his debut as a child star, and he played Kevin Brady, the son of Greg Brady, on a spinoff of the Brady Bunch called The Bradys. I've never even heard of this, so it didn't last. This was long. a TV show. Yeah, I don't the Bradys. That. Yeah, interesting. And then he went on. He did three episodes of In Living Color, ninety one. <laughs> and then what yeah, most people know him for was his role on Home Improvement as. Randy Taylor. Randy, not Brad. Yeah. Brad Yeldis. So Home Improvement was that show. There were, I think, three sons. Yeah. Brad was the uh, oldest and there was Randy. What was the kid's, what was the youngest name? I don't know. Jacob. Nobody knows. Jacob. Um, we'll go with I Jacob. Made that up. I made that up. Brad, Randy, and Jacob um, were the, you know, sons of Tim Taylor, the Home Improvement guru. Oh, 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 yeah, Exactly. So during that time, that's when he did the voice of Simba in Lion King. Oh, that's right. He was young Simba. Probably, honestly, what he's best known for is that voiceover. Really? I forget um, every time that he's the voice of young Simba. Really? How yeah. often do you watch I know the singing voice. We watch it every Tuesday and twice on Wednesdays. So. Oh, really? I met the I voice could. I met the voice of young Simba um, in the new Lion King movie, in the uh, live action one. Did you? Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. That's really cool. Before the movie came out, we interviewed him or something. When we were down in Florida, and I guess he was kind of promoting it. it was, oh, that's it was, cool. That was super cool. I was like, oh, look at Simba. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but still, I feel like it would be cool to meet Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Because he was probably more popular back then as an actor when he did the voice. Over. Yeah, I mean, he was he was in the 90s. He was like a young – I wouldn't call him a teen heartthrob because he was too little. Mm. But he was like young, like cutie patootie. It's sad when you get 
whored out like that in the in the media. Well, he had a big problem with it, apparently. Anytime people would comment like, you're so cute, or like say anything about kind of his looks and how adorable he is, he would just kind of shut down like, eh, this mm-hmm. isn't. I don't want to be cute. This isn't what I'm about. But he was don't cute. I mean, he's 5'5". Five, five. He's got a cute little baby face. People anyway, then he some other films he was in were... Uh, he did the voice of Pinocchio in The Adventures of Pinocchio, which what? I've never heard of. Yeah. It was a series, I think. And then he was in Man of the House. Oh, I kind of remember that movie. Yeah, I kind of remember it too, where it's like a divorced mom. His mom's divorced and a new guy comes in to date her. Yeah. It's kind of the storyline. And then Tom and Huck. He was oh, in those. okay. And then after that, he did some appearances on Smallville, Veronica mm-hmm. Mars, that show with Kristen Bell. But then he left. So in 98, he left Home Improvement, he said, because he wanted to focus on school. However, we are not the only ones that have been searching for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. There were so many articles of where is this guy? What happened to him? Vice News did an entire thing on him. Really? So the Vice News article said that... The reason he left was because of his mother. So um, Thomas and his mother, Claudine Gonzalez, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, mm-hmm. were really close. And nearly every talk show appearance of his included an anecdote like with her, always mentioned his mom. She answered all his fan mail for him. Um, she was constantly on the set, like a presence on the set. Now, he was a young actor, so it makes sense that the parent would be around. But I guess she was even around as he got older. Anyway, the extent of the control over her son is unclear, but a lot of message boards and rumors say that um, she's the real reason that he left the spotlight because she was just so controlling and it was just too much. Wow. He apparently is super private. So there's like, there was tons of stuff about rumors about, because he was never seen in a relationship and as being like this kind Mm -hmm. of young heartthrob if you're not in a relationship, because most of the time in Hollywood, they would set p- kids up with, you yeah. know, Brittany and Justin. I'm sure they were totally in love, yeah, but <laughs> it, it works out for their celebrity. Right. Like, so, but he was never set up with anybody. And he even was asked by Jay Leno in an interview, if he was gay, like just straight out. Oh, really? He was asked in an interview. That's interesting. Yeah, and he said, no, no, no. But people say no, no, no all the time. Come on now. Right. So he could be, but he's never been found with right. a guy or a girl. So mm. he's really, really private. Anyway. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. He went to Columbia University and graduated, or sorry, graduated from Columbia University of General Studies, which is basically like a bachelor's degree for uh, the non-traditional student. Anyway, it's a hmm. little, it seemed very um, gray, like. Good job. You finished college. Here's what's Yeah, I'm like, but like as a celebrity, I thought celebrities, when they go back to school, they go back and they get like great degrees and stuff. Uh, that's really disappointing. Like aren't they all the ones that actually go back to school are yeah. brilliant? You could have yeah. gone like to state school. Why did you go to f- fucking um, Ivy League school to get a general studies degree? Right. Mm. Just to get it done. Maybe he made a promise to himself. His mom was real mad about that. Maybe she was probably really mad. So- he lives in LA, but there've been sightings of him in Vancouver. <laughs> so people think he lives part-time there. Shut up, anyway, man. it's, he's, he's very elusive. Like they haven't been able to find him, but what's interesting is he did direct, which I couldn't find this film. I found a lot of other ones. 
He was the director of a short film called The Extra. And there are some short films called The Extra on YouTube, which are a little painful to watch. Um, So I don't recommend anyone going down that rabbit hole. I'm sure you typed in his name too. um, Like you typed in The Extra. Yeah, I still couldn't couldn't find it. But he was the director and I guess starred in that. But it could only be, you know, short film is... It could be just 15 minutes. Really. Yeah, he filmed that before YouTube was even a thing. But he's still somewhat connected because in 2017, he was elected by his peers to the SAG-AFTRA National Board. So he's <laughs> on SAG, but he's not active. Anyway, everything else was a bunch of like gossip rags talking about how nobody thinks he's even working. They think he lives in LA. He's been spotted in like these bars and clubs. And, you know, people have written on social media that like he was at, you know, this karaoke bar and then somebody sung the theme song, the Lion King, and he got up and left. And then, you know, they've seen him like around in dive bars in LA, but I don't know how he supports himself. Cause he doesn't really come from money. I think one parent was a social worker and one was a, um, teacher or something is home improvement still enough in syndication to where you can like i know the cosby kids survived off their cosby show loot for a good while um well it depends on the deal you did right like his role in tom and huck he got paid like nine hundred dollars for or something (laughs) no (laughs) so surely not for the series hopefully he made more money and it says that his net worth is 20 million Hmm. if it's still 20 million then like he did a good job just holding on to that money and maybe he just doesn't need to work. Right. Like he lives pretty simply and let's see if he has a social media thing. He's not on social media. Well, I couldn't find him on Instagram. I didn't check TikTok for him, Uh, but I thought he might be aged out of that. But yeah, he's on Instagram. That sucks. You sure? So, I mean, I looked, but maybe I, I... This could very well be a... Oh, it's a fan page. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fan page stuff for him. So many Jonathan Taylor comments fan pages. People are missing JTT, which is a few of them out here. Yeah. They trick me all the time. Like, no, this isn't... There's no... Uh, he'd, have a, he'd have a blue check next to his name if he was... Yeah, I think that surely he would. Now, he could be on there under, uh, you know, a different name, of course. Mm-mm. But... Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he just kind of disappeared. And he was real outspoken in interviews about the fact that, like, all this stuff that happens to child stars and that, you know, when they get skyrocketed to fame, it ruins their life and that sort of thing. And he said that, like, this is just a job and I'm not going to have it forever. Why would I build everything on this? Yeah, so he saves them, sure, a lot of money. Maybe that's what his... Yeah, so it seemed like he had a pretty... Yeah, it seems like his... He, his head was screwed on pretty correctly his as mom, far as having to do. His mom's head was screwed. Or his mom on. controlled it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God she did because she probably is the one who saved all this money up for him. And, you know. Right. And he's he doesn't have to work now. He can just yep. be the creepy guy in the back of the bar in L.A. Yeah. And it's so funny because you don't really see a whole lot of child stars just kind of like live off of their money or whatever. A lot of them. No, they usually back. blow it. They come back and cameo in TV shows, or they get they get yeah. a couple of movies. And he did shots a couple things, like he did the, something called Last Man Standing, and then he did do a oh, couple that's of Tim, appearances. Tim Allen's show, yeah, at his his home improvement show. He did some appearances. There was like a home improvement reunion show or something. 
They did an appearance in. Um, And so he's been here and there in some just random episodes of things, but not enough that he like needs the money kind of stuff. It's clearly just like, like where are the other kids too? Because I mean, like they feel like they're they're kind of living off the same kind of money. Like where's Brad? I haven't seen him, and like I'm sure he's got a good When I was looking up Jonathan JT, the other guys didn't age very well. Oh. They had a picture up that was, I guess, the reunion show or something, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas still looks good. Speaking of. of- 80s star or 80s and 90s stars aging well into the 2000s. He was always the heartthrob of the three kids, though. You didn't see his. You didn't see his older brother's picture in in uh, In Team Scream. Team Bot. Thank you. Teen Scream. Uh, (laughs) Oh gosh, I used to. I never got those Teen Bot magazines, but there was um, Uh, seventeen. Seventeen was really big when I was younger. Yeah, Um, but there. I think there's one called Teen Bot. And they have like posters in it. So like mm-hmm. if you had John Taylor Thomas, you literally a page, Taylor you can take it out and it's a whole thing. They poster. didn't have Brad posters in there. I babysat a little girl who had a poster of, who was it on her wall? Ryan Gosling maybe or something. And it was so weird. She had the poster up, but the lips were worn off of his Ew, face. Shut up. <laughs> She'd been kissing. The shut up. Po- I, no, I'm completely honest. And I <laughs> teased her. <laughs> Because, of course, I came in and I was like, what happened? What happened? What happened to Ryan? And then, of course, we had a whole discussion about, like, who I thought was cute. And I said something about Brad Pitt. And she was like, oh, he is so old. <laughs> I was like, oh, he is not. He's definitely old now, though, right? Like, what? Not too old. But, yes, is he older? <laughs> yeah. Like he's old now. I feel like he's no longer a heartthrob. Like, like he's not yeah, like he used to be in the Really, you was you, you're still fawning for him, like you would uh, in a New York sure. room. If he came up sure. to you right now and said, "What up, babe? Yep. Let's get this." Yeah, really. Yeah, there's a free pass for that one. Free pass. That's funny. I didn't know ladies were still feeling him like that because I know there's a few ladies, lady actresses that definitely still get that. Like I'm sure Halle Berry gets. As you get older, it doesn't matter that I mean, if he looked awful and bloated and old, obviously it would kind of be like, eh. He looks but older, he though. You look at his face. He, does, he has aged, but he's still a handsome man and has aged well. You're like the kind of person that would like, I feel like people would felt the same way about, what's that old dude? Robert Redford. I feel like people felt the same way yes, about Yes, absolutely. Ew, oh, he's so oh, old. Yeah. Not gross. now. Not no, no, now. no. But even when he was 50 or 60. Yeah, he's got two into grandpa. 60, people were like, ooh, he's a silver fox. He'll Look. White people age so bad, we have to have different levels. You have to get where you can get it. Yes. yes. When Halle Berry hits 60, I'm not going to look at her the same way. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to say gross. That's not true. She's still going to be good looking because she's going to really look 40 or whatever the numbers are, whatever the weird math for black people is on aging, the reverse <laughs> aging math that happens for black it's, people. It's double, you multiply it times seven. No, you divide you it by the, seven. You, you multiply it by the. Seven. No, you take the number, their age, and you multiply it by seven. And that's their real age. Oh, that's their real age. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes, I would agree with that. But yeah, Brad Pitt is still on the list, and that's fine that he's still on the list. That's funny. So JTT will be 60 years old or however, but however, how, how old is Brad Pitt? 50? He and Halle Berry are probably about the same age. So I'd say like 51, 52 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Early 50s. So JTT gets 52. You guys are still going to be like, ooh, juicy JTT. No, JTT is not an iconic. No, no, no. Mm-mm. 
Uh, he's child iconic. He's child iconic. First of all, for me personally, he's 5'5", five five, so I don't know that I want to oh, look down. Here we go. Every, so, every actor is short. He's so every, childlike, though. Every he's, actor he's like got that cute baby five. face. I thought he was adorable. What does he look like now? Does he have a goatee now or something? Adorable, not hot. Brad Pitt was hot. We don't know what he looks like now. Jared, no one can find him. The you last can picture. A picture of him and find him. Yeah, you can Google a picture of him, and you can. TMZ's found him once, walking oh, out of wow. a movie theater. And if TMZ okay. can't find him, I mean, I don't know what you think I can do, but interesting. Somebody's gonna have to hack into LA County's cameras. So that's a 2020 picture of JTT out there in, in Google. Not that I found. There was the last one I found was of that reunion show. There may be one more recent than that, but yeah, I always type in the actor's name and then our current year and see if there's a picture out there of them from this oh, year. A little research hack, huh? Is that from your radio uh, you know, days? A little, little hack for you, you know? Um, if you've seen JTT lately, hit us up and let us know where he is. We're looking for JTT right now. Exactly, because there's just not much information on the guy, and we just want to support him. If you've seen him, we're looking for him. Yeah, I just Googled him, and you're you're not seeing much of anything except for the last picture from 2017. It, maybe it's because also people just don't care, you know? Well, that could be it, too. But similarly this about is Michael where you come to, to hear about celebrities that you forgot that you forgot. Yeah, I feel like that's the problem with Rick Moranis is I feel like people still talk about Rick Moranis. What was I just, I was just well, watching well, something the other day. people still talk about Rick I was just Moranis. watching something the other day and Rick Moranis, he was, this person was referenced to as Rick Moranis. What show was I watching? It was either a show or a movie or something. And the person, it was a nerdy guy. Oh, maybe it was Portlandia. Super nerdy shows may reference their leader, Rick Moranis. But nobody else is talking about Rick Moranis. But still, it was still great to hear his name in a randomly in a in a show I like that. I did try to see if I could find a connection between JTT and Rick Moranis. Ah, and nothing. They haven't done a movie just, yet. When they hear this, they'll be like, "You know what? Rick Moranis is going to say, hey, JTT, you know what? We should do a movie.' Oh. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to do yeah, space. We can do too. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or I already shrunk. That's already happening. Or yeah, baseballs too. We'll get space you with it. It's my yeah, so that's all, that's kind of the wrap on JTT. Okay, I want people to give me more pizzazz after their after their flash in the pan or whatever you want to call it after their moment. Or be like crazy and be doing something like you know he knits hats and tries to sell them on Etsy now. Drinks his own drinks uh, bull semen to stay strong. That's what Jamal Anderson does. He was the inventor of the um, pussy hat for the women's march. He invented the pussy hats, the pink pussies. Yeah. JTT? No. Oh. I'm just saying it would have been cool if he had. I thought you were like, well, I was like, well, why didn't you mention that? That's a big deal. It would have been if you had done it. Oh, man, that would have been cool. See how I brightened up? I got my, my voice. You don't credit got. an inventor for those hats. Those hats belong to each individual woman that wore them. Blah, 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 blah. We wouldn't let a man claim to blah, 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 blah. Oh, Wait, is that is that what you hear when I speak? Is that what you hear women in women, general women, women speak? General. It sounds like the uh, peanuts. So the teacher on the that's, peanuts. That's why men are ignorant because they're not listening to information. They just hear that cadence. Well, we're just tired of hearing the same information over and mm. over and over and over. I know, but you know how like children, you have to constantly remind like. 
wash your hands, wash your hands, flush the toilet, flush the toilet, wash your hands, wash your hands. Flush you know who's not like children? Grown ass men. I'm, I bet I could get a lot of people on here to <laughs> argue that point. They'll disagree with me, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know a lot of women who will disagree with me on that one. And that's fine. I think that you could probably bend your mindset to think that there's more men that are childlike than women that are childlike. What is childlike though? Like I don't wash the dishes immediately. I don't keep a clean house. Cause I say I was, I do, I did live with roommates like guys who were childish. Well, mostly it's just multitasking. Like men can, it's not that they can't do things. They're very capable, but they can't do more than one thing at a time. Women can balance and multitask. I feel like it feels very general, but I'll let you have your little general statement because I'll make a general statement too about women down the line. And I don't you want, want, <laughs> I want you to forget this moment where you made a general statement about men. And I, I think know. no, I think that women are wired to juggle more than one thing at a time. And I think it it's just because our biology is such that we were the primary caregivers and have been. And so we have to be able to juggle that as well as caring for ourselves, as well as caring for a household, the world is changing, but that doesn't mean that the biology is caught up with that. We haven't evolved biologically yet. Meaning you haven't evolved biologically yet was kind of more of what I meant. You meant men have not biologically evolved. Right. Which right, means right. women are more evolved than we are? No, I was saying that we already are multitaskers. And that was primarily because we were the caregivers in the household and ran the household, whether that was the hut and we were caring for children and feeding children or what it is today, even though the world is changing and most women are working and there is more of a shared load on household and caring duties, our biology hasn't changed. So while men may share the load, women literally have to tee it up for them. <laughs> this could be a long, long, long argument. Yeah, I'm not getting into this with you because it's like, I really am. T- I am tired of this conversation of men versus women. I really am here to try and make us look more the same than different. And it's just, it never fails that men and women want to point out that men are better than women or women are better than men. And it's just, I'm, I'm tired of it. So I will say this, we're not the same. And it's not about one being actually better than another. Our journey through the world is very different, right? More or less. So even taking, even, I mean, if you even think about, we'll just take, okay, we'll take it away from this, like household, whatever duty stuff and like raising kids and just take it from like how we feel. You get into an elevator and you probably feel fine. Women get into an elevator, and if there's another male in there, they're fine, but you still are thinking and on edge a little bit. And I would say, don't roll your eyes. He's rolling his eyes. I can see him. Is that not psychology? Yes, like, and it, but it's built on a, a world that is. Yeah, okay. That's kind of like. Taught us that. It's the same way people, we, we were. Why people know that feeling. Right. Know that feeling of walking down the street and that you're being looked at differently. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the female plight is the same as a black person's plight, but I will say that there is a unique experience and that you can be open to understanding that there's a unique experience for a female, even a white female over a white male. You don't believe that? 
That's hard to believe, but I mean, I, I hear you. I do understand. I'm walking in the parking lot at 1 a.m. by myself. My husband, a white male, is walking in a parking lot at 1 a.m. by himself. You don't think we're having very different experiences in that oh, parking I'm lot? Oh, sure, yeah. And that's just- I mean, he's literally just walking in a parking lot to his car. I'm walking around, like, looking around at everything, walking as fast as I can. Yeah, I understand. With my keys in my hand. As a guy, I'm just trying to find a place to piss in the parking lot and just, like, I'm not even... Yeah, not even... Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Somebody's in the parking lot right now at that point in time. All I care about is I got to piss. Like, I don't care. Right, right. And I have to look behind me every three seconds. I don't... See, I don't even have to... mm -mm. So, that's the experience. never once in... I've never, have you ever, have you, have you ever been accosted or, uh, you know, whatever men no, do? But I have friends that have. Verbally? Oh, really? Oh, verbally accosted? Either of way. Of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't, I, I, I mean, I think any female that's walked down the street has been verbally accosted. Okay. I mean, that's something you can't, apparently it's just something that happens. Um, and I was a bartender in college. So every woman. Yes. If you're a female bartender, you definitely get a costume. <sighs> yeah. But you just, you I mean, I'm yelled at, at least. I never felt, I should say this though. I never felt like I, um, when any of that happened, I wasn't in a situation where I felt vulnerable and that I couldn't, you know, come back at them or defend myself in a verbally. If I've been physically, I've never been physically accosted. That's a different scenario, right? Mm-hmm. We have a friend that was attacked in New York on walking off the subway and Jesus. like attacked, taken to an alley, you know, and like she was just walking down the street. And so, and she had her headphones in, so she couldn't hear somebody right behind her. Ooh. But like, how many people in New York wear their headphones on the subway? You wear them walking around. I don't know. Like, you're listening I feel like to music, you listen to the podcast. Well, I don't wear them. So I listen to music when I run. In the daylight, if I'm in like kind of a busy in area, Alpharetta, of course, in Alpharetta, exactly. But I run a little trail through the woods as part of my mm-hmm. run, and I oh, take them out. Creepy. Yeah, that's I creepy. I take them out when I do that part of the run, and I run yeah. that part super fast. <laughs> yeah, you should. And if there's like a car parked in that parking lot, I won't. I won't. I won't run that trail, especially if there's only one. If there's five, I'm like maybe different. But anyway, so there are uh, different experiences. See, women. I don't have that fear at all. All I'm like is like, oh, there's only one person here? Nice. I can just breeze through this. Your fear isn't of people attacking you. Your fear is getting blamed for the attack. Well, that's true too. I don't right? I don't really fear that either. It's not like it's not like when I'm out and about and I'm like trying to be and I'm cautious of white people, like, oh, I don't want y'all to be afraid of me. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna yeah. live my life. And if you're scared of me, I can sense it. But it's not going to bother me at all. I'm just going to keep living my life. I'm not going to be like, oh, oh, I'm no, don't worry, I'm and safe. I'm not running around scared. Like I don't want to put the impression that I'm scared all the time. I'm, to- I'm not. No, you're totally it's scared. More, it's more of I'm, a, I'm trying to be aware. Do you carry a weapon with you, like a mace or something? No. So that's I'm not like in fear like that. But I, I am trying to make good decisions and like not put myself into a situation, right? And just right. be thoughtful about where I am. I mean, that's the same with, again, if this doesn't happen anymore, but let's pretend like I still go to clubs and hang out late at night. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't, I probably would never leave the bar and walk back to my car a long distance by myself at 1 a.m. Women have a problem with that at 10 p.m. at a restaurant. 
I mean, it depends on what area of town you're in and where, what's the parking lot. Is it right. women, women should be afraid when the sun sets. Yeah. At that point, the freaks come out at night. And be then afraid. if if you're in a group with them and somebody says they're leaving, you should always offer to walk them. I know. That's so true. I need to do better at that because I'm still not up to speed on being that guy to say, oh, let me walk you back to your car. No. I'm like, oh, yeah. out? All right, girl, take it easy now. Be safe out <laughs> yeah. there. Good luck. It's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a solid. I'm going to walk you out to your car. Yeah. I can at least stand at the building at the restaurant watch and watch them go out to their yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. That way you could at least stand up and watch them walk out. Is that a shitty move too? I know. Watch them get kidnapped. Watch, watch the van pull up right behind their car. <laughs> I and mean, she... think how bad you would feel if something happened to them and you're like, man, I was too lazy to walk Fucking God damn, I could have just run. I could have walked her to her car and I wouldn't yeah. have been a problem. But I think it's the guy could have gotten kidnapped too in that situation. You guys just never know. Stop thinking the guys, <laughs> guys get kidnapped. I, guys do get kidnapped and I am not taking away from that. I would say that, fact check this though, the amount, uh, the number of men who are assaulted and raped on the spot are probably <laughs> less than females. You don't have to fact check that at all. Okay. And I feel sorry for every woman that has to uh, have that fear in their head whenever they go out at night. Well, and it's, it's again, not dissimilar or taking anything away, you know, when we were talking about like, you know, how black males have to learn a certain way that isn't fair to act around police officers. Yes. And it's like, you have to, you have to raise them to under, for an under, they have to understand that at a young yes, age. You can't teach them to just right. not be afraid of cops. You have to teach them to be afraid of cops. Right. And you then to be afraid of cops necessarily, but at least be respectful to cops. Girls similar, similarly, you have to teach them not to be scared of every stranger, but they need to be really cautious and they need to, understand that like if something you know if i'm not there and you're somewhere and you need help from an adult you go to a mother you don't go find the man over in the corner they aren't helpful nobody's asking you know like it's the whole like you know stranger thing but like you have to start layering that in for them too of like not everybody's after you but you do need to make sure you're aware of where you are and who's around you and am i faster than everyone around me so do you think that people who kidnap women kidnap all ages of women? Do you think there's a safe demographic of women who is just not going to get kidnapped? Like, I, I feel like after a while, like, no offense to you, but like, at your age, I feel like. <laughs> I'm aged out of kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I was trying to be serious. <laughs> look, look Fair like enough. at your, at your age, you're 38 now. Um, is somebody, I mean, nobody's going to say, mm, she looks 38. I'm not going to kidnap her. <laughs> right. But well, I mean. I think it's all about why they're kidnapping someone, right? And I think that it depends on the kidnapper. So if I was 38 and really rich and they were just kidnapping me for money, maybe. But if they were, I think that assault is, I think, any age. I mean, you hear of women of all ages being like mm-hmm. assaulted at a parking lot. I don't know that there's enough premeditation in that person's mind who's attacking you of like, she's over 35. Do I really want to go there? So you're saying there's no, there's no, uh, they don't think it through before they just, like they, they don't find a woman. They just, it's the first woman they see and they're like, oh, I'm just going to take this one. I don't, I, I honestly don't know enough about the psychology of no, either, those sort of, that kind of assault. Movies. I mean, obviously it's about power, 
you must not watch those um those channels either where where they talk about these stories all the time id channel i try try not to there's enough there's enough (sighs) stuff to make you i don't watch those either i don't watch crime channels and crime Mm -hmm. drama or crime true crimes and all this i just don't i don't fuck with that so yeah i don't know how a woman gets picked like i said i thought maybe it was a a trend of only younger women that get it they get kidnapped and assaulted no but i mean i think a lot of those cases are about power so like when you're looking at just those assault like at let's say outside a nightclub something like that a lot of times you hear there was an encounter earlier some Mm. exchange earlier and then it happens you know so Mm. again i don't know the age obviously you age a little bit out of kidnapping because you're not in those situations anymore as much because you're old and you're just at home. But you also hear horrible things happening, people breaking into people's houses, and that is ageless. I don't know. We'll look that one up. I don't know. Can you age out of kidnapping? I don't know. Can you can because I'm not a kid anymore. I'm adult napped, middle-aged napped. Well, yeah. But like, that's <laughs> the that is the word kidnapped. And yeah. I feel like it's because you don't really see older people getting snatched up like that. And I'm not saying we're older, but... Yeah, I feel like there's a certain age where you get snatched up, and then after that age, not really. When you hear those stories where kids are kidnapped and kept for years and years or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. there's usually that's more premeditated. And there's something behind there, and they usually have more than one, right? Or they have they make them their wives, or there's something else going on besides like the kind of drive by, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like. Um, I don't know. I just, and that's, should, you can we, be very, should we turn this podcast into a murder podcast? No, I don't make, that's the last thing I want is murder. Go JTT. Uh? <laughs> we can be, it can be the one, you know, we don't know no, anything no. about murder. This is what we guess happens. We just make the story up all the time. Is that, isn't that the home improvement? I don't know. What, how are you, I don't think it was. Like a little whistle. Yes, that's how it ended. Absolutely. It is amazing you remember that part. You know, I didn't have life as a kid. Sad life. But you did have cable, we know. That came on network TV, though. That was a good old ABC. cable. That was on good old ABC, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. We did have Nickelodeon. Tons of Nickelodeon. Oh, it was Nickelodeon. so cool. Oh my God. It's the best oh, thing ever. Okay. So nothing more about JTT. Anything, anything on IG? Did you have anything interesting on Instagram? Um, you know, I asked the question of who cr- did you cry at your graduation? Like uh, high school graduation? Yeah. Because I just found that, I just saw that recently. I mean, I get a lot of kids cry this year because they didn't get a full graduation like they wanted, and it's, you know, because it's twenty twenty. High school graduations. Yeah, they cry at high school graduation. I mean, some people do. I know parents do for some reason. I just, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why people are crying. You had one job as a student, and that's get through twelve grades and not fuck it up. <laughs> and it shouldn't be that hard to do. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's our show. I'd like to thank our sponsors as always, Disney and Meryl Street. Uh, until next time, guys. Be safe. We love you. Hi, this is Jarrett from Searching for Rick. And uh, we just want to shout out our sponsor, uh, Disney Plus, for putting together this wonderful podcast. And you can check us out on July 3rd when we drop our live uh, performance 
on Disney Plus streaming uh, worldwide. Say what? That's not us. That's Hamilton? July 3rd? Okay. Apparently Hamilton's coming out July 3rd, so yeah, that's not us after all. 